You are listening to the Today I Found Out podcast, where each weekday we provide an interesting story that is going to feed your brain. You can read more great articles like this by going to todayifoundout.com. Welcome to another episode of the Today I Found Out Daily Knowledge Podcast. This is episode 18, and as ever, you are joined by me, Simon Whistler. This episode is going to tell you the story of the largest nuclear bomb ever detonated, the Tsar Bomber, and the sort of damage it could have caused if detonated over a city. Let's get started with today's episode of the podcast. The Tsar Bomber, or Big Ivan as the Soviets nicknamed it, is the single most powerful man-made explosive device in human history. But why was such a device even made? Well, for similar reasons as to why the US once thought it would be fun to nuke the moon. Basically, the bomb was little more than the Soviet Union demonstrating its military might and ingenuity. It was simply too massive to be easily deployed in regular warfare, particularly nearly impossible for the Soviets to effectively deploy against the US. The bomb itself was so powerful that the survival rate for the pilot and crew aboard the plane that dropped it was estimated at 50%, and they were 10 kilometers, about 6 miles in the sky, and 45 kilometers, 28 miles away when the parachuted bomb detonated at an elevation of about 4 kilometers, 2.5 miles, and this is after they reduced the total yield of the bomb by half. So surely such a device was tens of months, if not years, in the making, no? Of course it wasn't. We're talking about a country where popular alcoholic beverages are practically weapons-grade. All in all, the bomb was built and designed by a small team of scientists and physicists in, and this is where sources are hazy, between 14 and 16 weeks. Seriously. The bomb was the brainchild of Nikita Khrushchev, who was keen to demonstrate the Soviet Union's nuclear ingenuity. Khrushchev arranged a meeting with his lead weapon designer, Andrei Sakharov, and basically told him that he wanted to do something to show the imperialists what we could do. It's not clear when the idea of making it a 100-megaton bomb came about or who made the suggestion. What we do know is simply that Khrushchev tasked Sakharov with building a device of record-breaking power. Keen to do his boss proud, Sakharov gathered a team of crack experts, three of whom were called Yuri for maximum Russianness, and between the five of them, yes, there were only five of them, in less time than it normally takes to knit a blanket, they created a bomb capable of turning a city into a dark smudge. While the bomb was being designed and built, Khrushchev positively reveled in the fuss the bomb was creating. As the device was being built for little more than a show of force, the usual secrecy measures were ignored, and Khrushchev loved that. In fact, Khrushchev took great satisfaction in casually explaining the sheer power of the device and how they'd have to make it less powerful. Sakharov was decidedly more reserved when quizzed, only answering that the bomb was a symbolic dagger of Damocles hanging over the heads of anyone who might oppose Russia. In regards to Khrushchev's comments, the device did indeed need to be severely limited in power, partially because of concerns over nuclear fallout, but also because, as noted above, the pilot and crew dropping the bomb only had a 50% survival rate. If the device had been detonated at its maximum potential, this would have almost certainly have been 0%. The device did indeed have the potential to be detonated with a yield of 100 megatons, though, but after some modifications, particularly using a lead tamper instead of one made of depleted uranium in at least one of the three stages, and possibly two, this was halved to a mere 
50 megatons, which, for your reference, is over 3,000 times more powerful than the bomb dropped on Hiroshima. The modifications also helped the device break yet another record. Along with being the most powerful nuclear bomb ever detonated, it's also the cleanest relative to the yield, as the modifications, along with halving the yield, also removed 97% of the device's potential fallout. On the 30th of October 1961, preparations had been finalized, and Russia was ready to show the world what a 50-megaton explosion looked like. However, even the final preparations were a tricky task, as finding a plane capable of even holding the bomb was something that required a team of engineers and a slew of modifications to the chosen plane. In the end, the bomb was carried by a heavily modified Tupolev 295. By heavily modified, we mean half of its bottom section was ripped out to make room for the bomb, with half of the device awkwardly protruding from the plane. The bomb itself weighed in at over 25 tons and measuring over 8 meters in length. After the plane was painted with reflective paint to partially protect it from the heat from the explosion, they handed the keys to Major Andrei E. Donovstev. When detonated, the bomb released a shockwave so powerful it was noted to have circled the Earth three times and was sufficiently powerful enough to shatter the windows of a building 900 kilometers away in Finland. To say the explosion absolutely decimated the area immediately surrounding it is an understatement. The total destruction blast radius of the bomb was a full 35 kilometers, 22 miles, and every building in a small abandoned village 55 kilometers, 34 miles away was also leveled. The team surveying the area afterwards noted that the land surrounding the site was akin to a perfectly smooth skating rink. And that's the image we'd like to leave you with. Russian scientists gleefully skating around in full scientist's garb, presumably tossing a Geiger counter back and forth in a friendly game of keep away. It's a damn sight less scary than the image of a bomb made by a handful of scientists in just a few months that was so powerful it could reduce any city on Earth to a sheet of glass in under a minute. And now for today's bonus fact. The Tsar bomber was the largest weapons project Sakharov worked on. Horrified by the power of the device it helped create, he became a staunch opponent of nuclear weapons shortly after the test was completed. You just listened to the Today I Found Out daily podcast. This podcast is brought to you by todayifoundout.com and is produced by spokenmatter.com. To get more great content just like this, head on over to spokenmatter.com forward slash todayifoundout, where you'll find our brand new five-hour-long audiobook for just $5. And if that's not enough listening for you, Audible are the leading audiobook provider in the world with over 100,000 titles to choose from. Grab a free audiobook on us if you sign up today by going to todayifoundout.com forward slash audible. Thanks for listening.